0: This is a Cross Grace Lutheran Church sermon podcast. On the 12th of July, 2020, we gathered virtually to worship on the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. Pastor Aaron Stamper preached on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9, and 18 through 23. Greetings from the Grace Garden at Cross of Grace. I have today's gospel reading from the Gospel of Matthew, the 13th chapter. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds had gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow some seed. And brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears it and understands it and indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father, from our Lord and our Savior Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit who unites us in faith. Amen. Well, I can't think of a better place to preach on Jesus' parable of the sower than the grace garden, the cross of grace. This summer, my work in the garden has taken on new significance, as this is one of the few places besides my home where I have spent time during quarantine. This garden has been my vacation spot, my quiet place, my study, my gym, and on occasion my social hour. It's a place I can come and feel like I'm doing good and necessary work, growing food to be shared with people who are hungry. One of the reasons I spend so much time in the garden, other than the fact that gardening requires a lot of time, is that gardening is my favorite metaphor for the spiritual life. I guess that's at least one thing I have in common with Jesus, who often taught spiritual principles using garden and creation imagery. In addition to using garden-related imagery as teaching illustrations, Jesus also prayed in gardens and was even mistaken for a gardener when he appeared post-resurrection to Mary, which I think is just an absolutely beautiful way to think about God's promise of the resurrected life. So in today's parable, Jesus hones in on the idea of soil as one particular aspect of gardening that is a metaphor for discipleship. Jesus tells us that God's word is like seed sown indiscriminately on the soil of our hearts some heart soil is impenetrable. The seed just sits on the surface and external threats steal the seeds away. Some heart soil lacks the nutrients necessary to provide lasting and sustainable growth. Some heart soil would rather do anything but care for the seed of God's word. But other heart soil is rich with nutrients. his energy into allowing the seed of God's Word to take root, to grow, to flourish, and to produce fruit for the world to appreciate, enjoy, and benefit from. Now, in the Grace Garden, the soil doesn't get to choose what kind of soil it's going to be. Although, as an aside, it should be said that if this area were to be completely untouched for A couple decades, and allowed to grow without interference from the outside world. The top inch or two of topsoil would be some of the richest and most incredible soil you could hope for. That's because nature, that is God's good creation, always prevails. Okay, that's enough of the aside. So when we started this garden three years ago, I took a soil sample and I had it analyzed. It was exactly what you would expect from soil that was near a construction site in the past decade. It was devoid of most necessary nutrients, it couldn't hold moisture, and it was ill-suited to grow anything, except for weeds. New topsoil, minerals, and compost were added and integrated into the existing soil. Crops were planted that would affix necessary nutrients from the atmosphere back into the soil. And through the last three years, the soil quality has steadily improved and now we can count on a productive crop every summer, as you can see. The soil was lacking, but some care and attention eventually enhanced its quality. As we explore the spiritual metaphor, please understand I'm not saying we should obsess over analyzing the quality of our heart soil or in doing things in order to make our heart soil more acceptable to God. Lutheran's theology is absolutely clear on the fact that we cannot do anything to earn God's grace and love. But, where we often sell ourselves short is in the realization that we absolutely have things to do in response to God's freely given grace and love. There are ways to amend our heart soil so that the fruit of the Spirit can grow and be shared with the world. This is the task of discipleship. The fruit of the Spirit is always a freely given gift of grace, but God doesn't grow fruit in soil that lacks the necessary spiritual nutrients. Now, in these past few months of social unrest, I've taken the spiritual metaphor of the garden to heart. I have felt a divine invitation to reflect on my heart soil, to take stock of what is growing in my spiritual garden. Are the seeds of God's Word able to penetrate the surface of my heart soil? Or am I not receptive to the always surprising and expansive scope of God's grace? Are the seeds of God's Word able to draw from a diversity of necessary nutrients in my heart soil? Have I amended my heart soil with the ideas and perspectives of others that are necessary heart soil amendments if I hope to bear spiritual fruit? Or does my heart soil consist only of my own ideas and preconceived notions? Are the seeds of God's word being tended to and nurtured in my heart soil? Or am I too busy or preoccupied or lazy to tend to them? Contemplating answers to questions such as these can be painful and embarrassing. Trust me on that one. But it's an absolutely essential step if you hope to bear the fruit of peace, joy, love, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. There will be no justice, there will be no peace until we allow God's Word to penetrate our heart soil and cooperate with the Spirit's power to let justice roll on like a river and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. That's from Amos. 524. My hope and prayer for you is that you will find a way into the garden of your heart. Maybe you'll find that here in the Grace Garden. This is your garden, after all. It's where I find access to my heart. Maybe you need nothing more than the pages of Scripture or the folded hands of prayer. Wherever you find access to your heart soil, please be honest, brave, and vulnerable with yourself as you take stock of what you have and what you lack. And above all, expect God to produce something beautiful and abundant in your life as you tend to your heart soil. Amen.